1: everybody, welcome back to the Weekly Dish on my Talk one oh seven one. I am literally eating popcorn and talking into the microphone. So there's that. Because why not? This is a food show. And we were just given a little Paradise Popcorn Company popcorn, some chocolate, uh, toffee, chocolate, and sea salt. Yo, girl. That stuff is good. Because we are out at the home and garden show. Real good. And uh, and we are and it's open. The doors are open. It's ten AM and everyone is look at all of you psyched up vendors. Woohoo! Woo. All right.
2: They're here. They're waiting for you. They can't wait to
1: talk to you. Right. Come buy some come buy a pontoon. Buy a pool. Buy a siding. Siding. Windows, Windows. all those things that
2: feel real good when you open it up in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got. Uh, we did have a call that was holding and we took the question. So what is the last question that we have for us, Stephanie? So. All
1: right. So Tanya called and said she just traveled to the Yucatan area and tried Chaya wanted to know where she could get some here in Minnesota. If nursing a tria a Chaya tree versus buying it powdered versus at the, you know, maybe looking at the Mexican grocery stores. What do you think
2: well first of all i need to get familiar with what chaya is it's a miracle plant oh it is a common practice in mexico to use the leaves raw
1: oh in agua fresca
2: and they use it for indigestion oh nice uh okay it looks like kind of looks like geranium actually a little bit It can grow uh, about six feet in height, and you can use it as a hedge. Oh, nice. It is uh, apparently a huge anti-inflammatory, helps digestion, lower cholesterol, reducing weight, preventing coughs, all the things. Wow. And I would say that you can probably get this at a health food store. I don't think you need to necessarily go to a Mexican food store, um, because there'll be supplements that you would get at the health food store, like... Dow Natural Foods or somewhere like that. Also, if anyone would have it in the Twin Cities, it would likely be our friends at El Burrito Mercado. Yeah. And you can go and check that out and also help yourself to some delicious uh, uh, pasole while you're there.
1: I don't know. Is El Burrito open yet again or if they're still closed because they're remodeling stuff? The Do you know this? The store's open. Oh, it is? That's true. That's yep. true. Okay, you're right. Um, yeah, if when you Google Chaya in Minneapolis or Minnesota, you get La Chaya Bistro which is closed. Which was, of course, the former, uh, it is now, uh, Revival Smoked Meats. So, there you go. Um, and it turned into corner table. But anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, I would say try that. We don't have very much intel on that, Tanya. Sorry. Sorry that we don't have as much information. But it is time for the ask, or it's time for Top 2 in Hour 2. It is.
0: Giving the old One, And now, the one, two, Weekly one, Dish one, two, presents. Top 2, one, two Top two. One, 2. The Top 2. Pick two. your best two. Or two. All right, give me two. Winning,
1: winning, winning. All right, so this is the time you guys were talking about a couple of things that we are loving and we are recommending that we are putting our stamp behind. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
2: I'll go first. Okay. I just want to shout out and have a congratulatory moment okay. for Pillager and Sock Rapids Rice High Schools that will be representing Minnesota. At the National Pro Start Invitational in Washington, D.C., May 2nd through the 4th. Uh, Pillager High School took the first place in the Culinary Division, and Sauk Rapids Rice was first in the Management Division. This is the 2023 Minnesota State Pro Start Invitational. These are high school teams Mm -hmm. that are competing for culinary challenges and awards, and it is uh, sponsored by the folks at the state of Minnesota. And I just think it's cool that they're teaching kids in high school about like careers and about like how they well, t- can tell compete.
1: About, so pro start is a culinary competition that is about that high schoolers can compete in they can like it's the same thing as like competing in a sport yeah but it's just with uh, with culinary so they go and they have this huge competition the other day that you know they go to state and then they go to nationals i'm going to shout out my girl natalie who is a hot contender for uh the titles she's really really one of the future uh culinarians that we are that are gonna come up through the ranks and she's going to DC, so it's pretty great. And when we talk
2: about, you know, like wanting to have a healthy industry, like teaching people early on Mm -hmm. what kind of industry we have and how they can be involved in it, that's part of why these programs are important. For sure, for sure. That was my first
1: one, just to say congrats, friends. Way to go, girls. And. Boys. All right, so we're going to talk about, for me, the first one I'm going to recommend is Eat Street Crossing, which is the new food hall opening up um, on Eat Street, sort of down by, at the end of Eat Street, Nicollet in Minneapolis. Almost near the Kmart. Almost <laughs> near the Kmart, right where the street jags yep. is what it is. And they've, obviously, there's a lot of press. So if you've missed it, I don't know, you must be like on vacation or something. But um We put up a blog, a little sneak peek blog, and it's, you guys, it's very exciting. And they're opening officially today. In fact, they're opening in an hour. Um, I am going to tell you that that it probably is going to be a little bit busier, you know, on the front end of things. Maybe think about going midweek. But they'll open it every day at 11 and uh, close when they close. But it's really fun because six different counters, there's ramen, there's burgers, there's sushi, there's great sushi sandwiches, the onigaratsu um, which are my favorites? Oh my god, I love them. And
2: onigirazu, I don't even know what that onigeratsu,
1: is. Onigirazu, like onigiri, which are those little like. Yes. But these are called. These are a little bit more than onigiri. These are onigirazu, which are ter- which is basically nori as like the like sandwich. And like, okay. I made these during the pandemic, you guys, like all the time. Jake and I would like syrup some That's Spam. That's thing. Yep. You can either do, there's like, they have a Spam and egg one that we used to make with like Yum. rice and nori. And then what I love though, they also have like a tuna poke kind of one. Delicious. Just delicious. They also okay. have great ice cream there, by the way. They have a chocolate mezcal ice cream that is. Oh, that sounds you have delicious. Got, you have, you're going to get carted if you want it but you should just try it for okay, sure okay that's funny yep. I've never been carted for, for ice cream, cream. for me too I was like really let me show you my crow's feet a little closer no. well they gotta be safe you know that's I cool know. I know it was good all right what's your second one
2: uh my second one is I did a little quick video that people were sort of funny and crazy about I just I don't even know why I had my camera on but I was like hey I'm cutting up some Brussels sprouts here it's it's a treatment of what to do with Brussels sprouts so you're gonna slice some super thin with your knife and then you're gonna put a little sesame oil in your pan and you're gonna just throw those Brussels sprouts in like there that are all like that's right and you're gonna let it ooh, 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 it's cooking it's cooking then right before like you feel like it's done you're gonna put in the Divina chili oh. spread and it is like a fig like chili crisp oh no no it's fig? like a fig jam Oh, that's chili and fig and you put like a tablespoon or two depending on how many Brussels sprouts in your pan And then that like melts and gets like those Brussels sprouts that are already starting to crisp up, kind of like a little spicy, kind of a little sweet. Okay. Then you can hit it with a little soy sauce if you want to, if you like it hotter, a little Tabasco, finish it with lime. And it's just a quick little way to do a Brussels sprout side dish. And people were like, where do you get the spread? Oh my. It is like where you buy cheese. So at the cheese Um, counter at Kalski's or Lund's. It's something that people serve with cheese boards. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat cheese it's boards like a, a lot. Jam. Yeah. So it's like a figgy jam that's spicy. Yeah. So that's where you nice. get it. The Davina chili fig crisp. It's not crisp. Sorry. Yeah. Just Davina chili fig.
1: Fig jam. Spread. That's got a spice to it. Yep. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. So my second one, you guys, is going to be the fact that um, I was just at the Taste of the Twin Cities. This is a Wayne Kostroski event that... Um, that was raising money for M Health Fair, you know for M Health and their food is medicine program and the food is medicine program you guys is so very very cool because not only it's about feeding people who are obviously food insecure but again it's about people who are maybe having health issues and are are going through you know trauma and 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 you know health they're in a health crisis and they're food insecure. So then what this food is medicine is doing is really focusing on not just saying like, okay, well, you need carbohydrates and you need to eat, you know, this, this, and this. What they're focused on is doing, uh, uh, I want to say, like, uh, regeneratively. No, but like, it's like, it's the cuisine of your heritage, basically. What am I trying yes. to say? Globally appropriate is a, maybe I'm trying to say is that basically they're going to find they're not going to tell like someone who's from Somalia to go and eat like, you know, a cheeseburger. You right. know what I mean? Like they're going to find the right rice that they're going to need and they're going to find the right lamb and they're going to, you know, find the right foods that are that are important to sustaining your cultural heritage as well as your body. And so I think that's really important. And I thought it was great. So we were at the taste. I got to introduce the chefs who were there and it was just one of those really great um, moments where it was like we got to introduce their chefs who were uh, who were cooking for the people who were raising money. They raised a lot of money. It was a good thing.
2: I think Wayne Kostrowski too is someone that is someone that has done an amazing amount of work for food insecurity, raising money for food charities. The taste of the NFL is obviously a big deal. Yeah, I just really appreciate him being in our community and all the good work he's done. Yeah.
1: No. And I mean there was a lot of money that was raised so that's really important too. So there you yeah. go. So right. there we go.
2: That is our tap two in hour two. When we come back, the home and garden show is filling up. It is. There are people God. putting in the putting green people. People are at us. the bar already. Yeah. The that. And there's a Bloody Mary there that looks pretty excellent. So yeah. when we come back, we're going to talk about fish. We're going to talk about Bloody Marys. Yep. All and all the things when we come
1: back on the weekly dish: boots, socks, other socks, snow pants,
0: leg warmers, Long John's base layer, hat, scarf, neck gaiter, mittens. Love liners shell, coat, sweater, other sweater.
2: If just taking off your winter wear is a workout, you may be overdue for a workout. (sighs) Make fitness a habit. Join and use the Y by March 16th and earn a free month of membership.
1: I'm good. I'm good.
2: You know, once you catch your breath. Join at YMCANorth.org. Over there? Yeah, Stephanie's got a little giggle action happening. Uh, That was funny. You sounded like a devious giggle. Did I really? Yes. No, I have feelings. Feelings. We started out uh, in the first hour, we were talking a little bit about fish fries and the different church fish fries and someone came up and said that they had been to, where did Christy say that she went? St. Albert the Great. Okay. And I like the Holy Maronite, Maronite church, church, which right? is the Lebanese fish fry. Yes. You mentioned one, Stephanie, that was pierogies.
1: Well, the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian community center has a pierogi and a fish fry. And they have, um, they have, but there's this takeout only just to be sure that everybody knows you can't go there and hang out, but you can pick up an entire thing of pierogies yum, and an entire thing of fish fry and pierogies.
2: Awesome. Do that. So a lot of these folks are Catholics and people that are eating fish (laughs) for Lent,
1: Yeah, but also your intro on the Jason show, you're like, and it started, I think you said it started. The Tuesday before, the before Fat Tuesday—that's not it.
2: <laughs> that's someone told me in the back.
1: Yeah, I was like, and then I was like, well, then what's Shrove
2: Thursday, or is there, there is- a Shrove no! Wednesday?
1: <laughs> no, Shrove Tuesday. It's like you don't even ever listen. I was Lutheran. I know Shrove Tuesday is Fat Tuesday. It's the same thing. Everyone celebrates Fat Tuesday differently because it's the day before Lent or Ash Wednesday. Okay, which is where so. Fat Tuesday is supposed to be the last big celebration. Got it. Shrove Tuesday is the using up of the pancakes and all the you know the batter and the all shroving. The, yeah, it's it's shroving <laughs> it's and shro- basically shrobe-eye. to shrive <laughs> and um <laughs> to shrive to <laughs> shrive. You have shriven, though dust hath shriven. Oh, and boy. so then fr- Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, and then Friday is the day that they don't eat meat. Okay, so got that's it. how that goes. So, and do the Lutherans, because I, people, everybody likes fish it's, fry. It's, Christ, it's, tech. well, it's, it's a, it's a Christian tradition. Okay. But the Catholics are the ones who are sort of very firm about let's not eat meat on Friday.
2: All right. Well, I love the idea of just eating more fish generally. Yes. I, while I was in Mexico, I ate fish every single day. Great. And I was like, you know, why don't I eat? I always come home and feel this way. Like, why don't I eat more fish at home? So I actually was at the store and I bought some fish. And I thought, I'm just going to start cooking more fish at home. So I wrote a recipe for, I made it last night. It was so good. Okay, okay. It was walleye. With a mushroom thyme cream sauce.
1: Oh, and it was real good. Ooh, mushroom thyme cream sauce, yes.
2: On top of the walleye. It was very, very good. And I just posted the recipe. Where
1: do you buy your walleye? Do you just buy it at the grocery
2: store? I happened to buy it at Lunds and Byerly's because it was on sale and I just picked it up there because I was doing my shopping. I do like to go to coastal. Okay. I also am very intrigued about the. Uh, the Asian markets because they have a lot of fish there so
1: that's what I was going to say is that if you guys have not been out to the Asian mall in Eden Prairie that seafood counter is legendary.
2: Oh, I got to go. You got
1: to go. And it is, they have so much, they have so many fish swimming in tanks and they've got tons of frozen frozen fish. They've just got all sorts of great stuff that you, you want to try and like big prawns and all the things. And you big know? prawns
2: are yum. I
1: know. And so like, that's kind of a fun way to approach. I think, I was thinking about this in terms of like, you know, if you're staying in on a Friday and not going out for fish fry, but you don't want to make meat, but maybe you want something, you know, you don't want to just do pasta every Friday, right? right? Okay, can we talk about the sushi bake, though? Sure. Because that's a thing that yep. people are doing for Lent, apparently. And sushi bake is... I'm just confused by it. I feel confused, too. Because it's basically... It's like... It's like The the bloggers and the TikTokers are deconstructing sushi rolls and putting them in a casserole pan and then baking it. But why? I don't... Because it's a thing, I guess. I mean,
2: like baking rice and... and uh... Sesame seeds and a little sriracha mayo, like all that looks good. But then, do they put the fish on top? It's inspired and-
1: by, it. yeah. And but the hard thing is that it's not, it's not, it's not warm. I mean, you know what I mean, it is like it's warm, and then but it's not sushi because it's obviously not sushi sushi is actually but the rice by the way that's what when you say sushi then there's the kinds of like there's different kinds of rice yeah all that kind of stuff so are they putting
2: the raw fish inside the rice and cooking it yeah and then they're topping it with jalapeno and avocado and making it look all insta worthy yeah i think that's it okay
1: all right anybody loved it i just i guess i want to know and if you guys want to send us on the socials any news or why don't
2: you post that on the facebook page so people can see that
1: okay sushi bake i think i'm a hard pass
2: but I also like want to be open because right. you know tuna poke was kind of a, a thing yeah, for a while, and then I was like, I don't know about that, and now I eat that. And I and liked, I would eat a sushi sandwich like you were just talking about at I know, Eat Street right? Crossing.
1: try to be the same too, but I just think like and maybe it's because we have a tradition in Minnesota where we talk about egg bake all the time, and like the yes. feeling that those ingredients match in that way do not match up for me.
2: But I will say when I was making the walleye. I had these mushrooms. I needed to use them, and I was like, "Well, does walleye go with mushrooms?" And then I like looked, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's all these recipes of walleye with mushrooms. Why can't I do that?" I wouldn't have originally thought that either. Yeah. But then I was like, "This is like real Minnesota fare right here. I've got a walleye. Yeah. I've got a like. Oh, you could use morels. You could use shiitake. You could use hen of the woods.
1: Yeah. Might I also add that like if you want to think about doing a fish on a Friday at home. Like this may be your moment to do the scallops. Everyone is afraid of to cooking scal to cook scallops.
2: Well, you know why?
1: Because they get rubbery. Well, and people don't know how to cook them. Right, but I mean, it's like the funny thing is, is to me those are the, actually the more simple things to do because when I because of when I do salmon, I'm deathly scared of overcooking salmon always yep. because I think when it gets to that hard and flaky and like kind of, it, I can't stand it. Like if it's overcooked. I have to throw it away.
2: That's funny because I overcook my salmon because I just never know what I'm doing.
1: No. And so, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, and so if you, if you do it in the pan or if you do it in the, you know, you have to learn the touch and you have to figure out, we bake it, you know, and I go like a slow and low. I go, I go (laughs) for a filet of salmon. I just easily cover it with olive oil and salt and pepper. And then I bake it at 273 for 13 minutes. Okay. Not 275. No. Because I've done 275. No. But what? Okay.
2: You get the albumin, which is the white. I'm not mad at that. I'm okay with it. The white little juicy, fatty stuff that comes along the top. Yeah. How do you cook salmon without getting that?
1: Oh, it doesn't matter though. I don't when you put it in the bake when you get it when you do it in the oven. You're going to get that. If you sear it in a pan, you're not going to get that.
2: Okay, so because I oven we'll bake see. salmon almost yeah, all the time, and that's why I get that. Yeah. So I didn't realize that it's that just, was it's,
1: if you're going because if you're in a pan, you're going to hard sear it on both sides, and that's going to take care of that. Got it. Yeah, never. Th- that together. But let's get back to scallops for a second because I think people, if you're scared of cooking scallops, let me just say like all you, they're so easy because you basically want to have like a little olive oil, salt and pepper on both sides. And then you just like let them sit in your pan until they get a nice little crust on it. And then you flip it so that you get a little nice little crust on the other side. And that's it. Like that's and it. And when do
2: you put the butter in?
1: Like uh, whenever like the butter's <laughs> in the pan. The butter's in the pan
2: with the olive oil,
1: salt, yeah, and pepper. And then you put okay. the and then you put the scallop on there. And you just kind of like don't muss with it. Just let it sit there, and don't you know, in medium heat, in my mind, so that you don't want to overcook it. But you can see when it starts to kind of lose its translucence,
2: its opacity. Yes, yeah,
1: so, and so that's when you flip it. You get a little nice crust on the other side. But even if you just get crust on one side, that's delicious.
2: Yeah, because you can just serve it crust side up. Yes. There's nothing better than a perfectly crusted cooked scallop like in a restaurant. I know. When, they when they set do it, it well. down and <sighs> it's on top of like a a schmear oh. of squash or like or some little like zucchini or, noodles or, Oh, or. yes. So
1: I'm gonna say the other thing that if you were gonna do a fish Friday at home, the thing that I would do would be uh crab cakes. Nope. Which I would though, yes. Yeah,
2: I love crab cakes. But That's I would an do. One. I was
1: gonna see if you knew what I would what kind of pasta would I do with fish.
2: You would do squid ink. I would, uh pasta so it'd be black and with fish uh did i get it no, no. i
1: would do linguine with clams
2: oh you yes you know i'm
1: obsessed with the Vangolais, right like a good lemony garlicky linguine and clams so easy so good. it is easy why have i not made that recently i like i'm literally gonna make that tonight maybe
2: see i would use that but i'd put rosemary and thyme okay. in my little situation Yeah, and you'd have your little clammies and your clammy juice yeah
1: and You don't have to go buy clams. You can do You know, shell on clams. You can find those all over at the grocery stores. But you can easily buy a can of canned clams. And that's beautiful. And tasty. Tasty and affordable and all sorts of good things. So there you go. We have a great treat
2: coming up next. We're going to talk to the unsellable house ladies that are here at the Home and Garden Show. Yes. So stay tuned. We'll have Lindsey Lamb and Leslie Davis when we come back. And we
1: are at the Backyard Lounge if you're here. All right, everybody, welcome back to a Weekly Dish on My Talk 107. When we are out at the Home and Garden Show today, you guys, we are so excited to be out here with everybody. Lots of great stuff. We are being joined right now uh, with the Unsellable House Ladies, as I like to call you. You are Lindsay Lamb and Leslie Davis. Yes, hello. good morning from the HD show. So glad you guys could join us. You're going to be out on stage at eleven. Yes, but you came on the show to talk about kitchens with us, right? All right. Awesome. Are you ready? We're Let's ready. Do okay, it. Okay. If you haven't watched their show, you guys, these are these ladies are real estate agents. They're renovators. They are. They have such a cool idea to take houses that have been priorly like unsellable on Mm -hmm. the market but not selling Mm -hmm. and then you guys come in you do a little Refresh and refab,
0: you get a ton more cash for it. I mean, that's true. That's and the then, goal. You, that's and the then, goal. then you split it with the homeowners.
2: We do. I do. love that idea. Yes. Yeah.
0: So this concept started years ago, way before the uh, TV show picked it up, yeah. where we thought, you know, we have this extra money in our bank account. We have these homeowners that are struggling to get top dollar for their home. Um, and it started with practical things like roofs and landscaping yeah. and flooring and things like that, countertops that were cracked. And we said, you know, we have the funds. They don't. Let's put that money in, get it sold smart. and split the profit at the end or make higher commission yep. or, you know, really Something. whatever it would have been. And um, it worked out well. It's our creative way of starting to market our business different than other agents. So smart. Do you find that more? Do you have agents from across the country who, like, seek your advice of how they can do it? All the time. I would say all that. All the time. Yeah. And we always that's say. That's another revenue
2: stream, ladies. us yeah. Teach them how. There's
0: no secret to no. it. Yes. There's, no. really. We're not hiding anything. No. There's no secret to it. Well, we are it. hiding things, Linz. Well, well, yes. 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 But not in the business. <laughs> not pertaining to this. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, there's no secret to it. I mean, you just have to bet on yourself. You know, it's really what are we, what it is. Are we really, really going to be able to make you more money? And we believe in ourselves so much, we're putting our own money mm-hmm. behind us. I love us. that. That
1: it is your own money. It is. It's a risk for you it's a risk for them but yeah it's, it kind of pays off a lot you exactly
2: guys. i love that so much of a renovation and a sale revolves around the kitchen yeah do you like is that like the first room you go to kitchens and bathrooms they say are where you'll make your money always
0: yeah i mean we focus a lot on like you know structural things we look at that Mm -hmm. as long as the structure body's good then leslie gives me the reins to go to kitchen and main bathroom so yeah i i put a lot of focus on that kitchen and any entertaining space and the main bathroom. Okay.
1: And so what do you see, like, as you're seeing, like, kitchens, what is, like, what would be the thing that you think is the worth spending the money on to change? If you could only change, like, something in kind of a Mm. funky kitchen, what would be the, where would you put your big dollars
0: behind? So if... Okay, big dollars, then I would address like countertops, backsplash. If you're not going to be able to change out your cabinets, no big deal. Let's just refresh them with some paint, put some new hardware on them, and put some money into cabinets and backsplash. You mean countertops, I'm backsplash. Sorry, backsplash? Countertops yeah. and backsplash. Yeah. If you can't do the whole, you know, shebang. Yeah. But if you can, then I mean, we're talking, look at opening up the open concept, it's yeah. still a big deal to a lot of people, that flow, how can you move people through your home, through the entertaining spaces, kitchen into living room, you know, that's a big deal. So if you've got a closed off kitchen, you know, we definitely always look at how can we open that up and get people moving through. That's but, right. and, and I would say to that also though, if you have a 103 year old home, yeah. you know, having a segmented kitchen where it is pocketed rooms, that is fine because people are looking at those older homes Mm. for the charm of, you know, the uniqueness of the character of the, you know, arched walkways and the thick, you know, um, millwork and all of those, you know, even the crooked floors. Like we go into a hundred year old homes and we're not looking at those crooked floors and saying, let's fix this. And that's what we look for. It's fun to put a penny in one, you know, corner and let it roll. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done with the open shelf trend? Oh man, we go back and forth on that. We fight because Do you? I have, I have one kid. I love them. I have 3 and there's no way I'm showing that much cereal in my kitchen. guys. right. right. I'm like, who? what do you put on an open shelf? Like so, six glasses you never use. I know. Exactly. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a trend. It's not a style. So the difference, you know, I always say style is something that's going to last through the decades. True. And a trend is something that comes and goes. It's definitely a trend. It will come and go. Um, for me, it's still here. I love it. And I put it in kitchens all the time. I put them in kitchens all the time because I like that openness. Yeah. I like that, you know, we're not closing off wall spaces. And I like more space to, you know, display pieces. Now, I would say also it's really easy to change. You can always put up a box. You can always put up a cabinet where you have floating shelves. Um, you can drill into the tile if you have tile behind it. So it's not something that's permanent. Yeah. yeah. So if you choose to put up open shelves, you realize it doesn't work for you. You buy an extra box. You throw it up.
1: Okay. I want to know about countertops. I want to have... You guys weigh in, quartz versus granite. Oh, great question.
2: Yeah. Or
0: cement, or c- like do c- yeah. any
2: of those other materials.
0: Cement's definitely a trend, and so that's not going to last for, no. for long. Got so okay. I wouldn't put my money behind cement <laughs> no. unless you're going to live in that house for a long time and you love cement and you want to enjoy it and you want to keep up the maintenance of cement. Yes. Otherwise, Les and I are huge, huge believers in quartz or yeah. quartzite. Yeah. Um, it's just easier to maintain. You get the value out of it at just the same as a granite and there's so many variations in colors and all of that that yeah that's what what we love
1: I just I have granite I moved into a house that has granite and I hate them yeah <laughs> And it's the color scheme doesn't work for me and it's yeah. like I have to take out the entire counter I know, and I'm feeling like well you know quartz at least it can get you can have a flat color yeah. and then that way like even if I if it's something that I want differently then like whoever comes after me it's a pretty blank canvas Neutral, yeah. 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 And
0: there's different finishes right? Yeah. You can have that honed look so it's almost looks like that concrete you know uh, really flat finish but you know you can do it in a quartz yeah. so That's there's amazing. a lot of options with quartz.
1: Let me ask about Appliances are we are we just gonna always have stainless steel appliances from now on? Or no? do you feel like there's coloring a movement? Them now. You guys, how do you feel about it? Pink, there's, blue, there's colors
0: and there's new appliances now that are coming out where you can with your phone change the color what? of your depending on your mood. Depending on your mood, oh, right it's now. like oh. a mood refrigerator. Yes. I love that. I, I, that
1: would really help because then I would know. Because if I was in like a crappy mood and it would turning red, I'd be like, yeah. stay away Way. from the chocolate. That's yeah. Inside Unfortunately,
0: there. that was. McDonald's uh you know d- uh d- how they market, <laughs> market and they use red because it actually attracts you to eat. This is so a don't have a red fridge. Okay, this is a problem. <laughs> I like this idea. But and and so do you think people need to like
1: swap out just to refresh things like if they're going to do a, a like an easy swap out that's not
0: paint. That's is it paint? Yeah. We we always say three things make a huge difference in your house. Paint hardware and lighting if you just change out the hardware throughout your home or add it if you Mm -hmm. don't have hardware like on cabinets in the kitchen please for the love of god put hardware on your cabinets for the we, love of God! For the love of God! <laughs> I mean, she's passionate, very guys. Very important. Very Tell important. Tell us, us you. how you feel about it. Okay. Yes. Is it still let's, gold, let's talk. though? Are we still doing gold hardware? I mean, the the brushed bra brass, yeah. brass is definitely a trend. And yeah. mix your colors. And, and you I'm can into have that. different like that, different you know, hardware. Different, yeah. Like mix your metals. You can mix have black them. handles, yes. and then you can have like a brushed nickel or brushed brass um, light fixture. Yeah, yeah that's okay, okay. I like that idea. And then I also read. Yeah
2: that the mid-century modern chandeliers are over.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That, like, <laughs> I've not the read this. Yeah, what are you reading? <laughs> I don't Change know. Change the page, sister. Change. Come on. Yeah, this is it's not your Get, the, Get new page. literature.
1: At least for a couple more seasons. Yeah. Yes. Then, yeah. <laughs> And then we can I've suggest. not read this. Yeah, because no. I like. We them choose so much. not to
0: read. Yes, um, don't so that's read. that's just, just our preference. Just go with feel. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Okay, now so when you guys like are then you're doing stuff and you're doing you know talking about like a TV show where you have to go do you know house after house after house after house. How do you keep it different?
0: How do you get inspired or fresh so that everything yeah. doesn't look the same? Right. Well, thank you for feeling my pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seriously. Seriously, she, she doesn't just, get it. That's not Leslie true. I get, get it. it. I just don't care. She, every <laughs> which day, which is fine. That's how sisters are. Every day, she's like. Be creative. Be creative. Be creative. So what's I'm, new, Lindsay? What's come new, on, Lindsay. Let's go, Lindsay. New. I actually love it. We work on usually about five to six, seven houses at a time, and I like the challenge of. Yeah. What does this house like? I, I know I'm a weirdo. I get it. I'll go into a house and I'll kind of be like, Ooh, what it's does this house to you. say? To me? Yes. Yeah. It what has do I to. feel like? Yeah. I'll close my eyes and I'll like feel it. Leslie's just like, This is ridiculous. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm waiting in the car with some fries. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get me out of here. All Oh my god I love it
1: well I love you guys and you guys are I'm seriously still super fanning I watch your show all the time thank you I want to thank you guys for being here you're gonna be here at the home and garden show at 11 yes on the pop star stage I think on the other side of
0: the convention center and you're going to hang out? You're going to do... Are you doing a chat? Are you? What are you doing? We are. We're going to talk for about an hour. We'll talk all about the show, how our um, business concept works. We'll answer tons of questions. And then if we don't answer them all, we'll hang out after, answer questions, take pictures, meet and greet. You know, we're around for a while. Slight's not fun. till late.
1: Okay, good. Thank you
0: guys for being here. It's Absolutely. been a blast. Oh, wait, Did you eat in Minneapolis
2: last night? We, we did. did. We Where did you
0: pizza, eat? Pizza, Lu- Luic, Luc Luc ce it oh, was Oh, it's so good. had had hazel hazel, wood. Wood? hazel wood? Yes, yes. that okay. was good so, okay, so yeah. but we had pizza at both of them cuz we're creatures of habit guys yeah, yeah, i'm not okay. going to lie all right. and lindsay's a vegan or a vegetarian so and gluten-free she's horrible to travel with no but pizza <laughs> but don't tell her had everything had you need they, they, had, they, had, had, they had, had a vegan base yes. so she can eat yeah. all of those things and i'm just you know suffering without a steak are you weekend. guys
1: here tonight still do you want us to give you some recommendations we go so, home. we all right next time next time when you come into town we'll take you guys out okay perfect okay it's lovely Thanks for Thanks joining for us. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. Well, that was real fun. Listen, Stephanie. I'm telling you, I, those women are just, I mean, they're just so much fun. They're so vital. They're so vibrant. And very much like you see on television, yes. how they are in
2: person. I don't yes. know why that's always surprising, but yeah, some people aren't the same. No, they aren't. We that's are, true. but some people aren't. Yeah. Uh, It's the Home and Garden Show. It's really getting quite crowded here today. It's lovely. Everybody looking for the Home and Garden Show is like where Minnesotans come when they're ready for spring.
1: Yeah, I think think? it's a good idea. You put your jacket. You check your jacket. You walk around. You think about patio time. I'm still only wearing my vest for the rest of the winter. It's gonna get down to the twenties again. I don't care. I'm
2: still wearing my vest. Good for you. I've given up on the coats.
1: Um, Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, there's uh, lots of. uh, I mean, like you can look at a pontoon here and dream of your pontoon days yes maybe decide that this is the year you buy a pontoon which you should i They're mean,
2: fun. i don't know why not
1: let's do it yeah that was a, I super, don't have a
2: that was a super fun segment
1: yeah come to mind. maybe this is the year i don't want to talk about it <laughs> 15 um, years later i don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it um <laughs> but i do think that you know when, I, when we're talking about like i get obsessed i go through phases with hgtv where i get obsessed with it because i feel like Okay, I know that I'm going to change something. And so then I start to watch all the shows. And I love what those ladies do because they look at a place and they go, you know, they, and I do, again, that they invest their own money. Their business model is so cool beyond yeah. their TV show. The fact that they, they invest with homeowners and then split the profit or, you know, however, divvy it up. But they also have a little retail store in, uh, I think they're in Snohomish. I think that's where they are. And they're like, um, you know, they basically sell some of the things that they bring and put into the home. I didn't and, know they had a retail store. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. And so I think they're. I just think it's a creative way to see houses differently. And you know, obviously it's a flipping moment, but it's not flipping putting in. The big thing for me is I don't just put in like cheap stuff. I think right. the flipping that's happening right now. And I, if we had more time with them, I would have asked them about that because so many places, Oh my God, I was looking online at some of the listings from a friend who's moving and she was showing me, she's like, the flipping has gotten so shoddy that it's hard to like, like, you know, flooring that doesn't go all the way. Yeah, and Bad laminate know, flooring. Yeah. And just like paint jobs that are just like kind of crappy and overpainting things that are, should be fixed. So I don't know. I mean... I like what they do because they have a personality and they put they put effort into it,
2: and they have skin in the game. So skin in the game, you know that's a big part of it. Yeah. Also, I think sometimes when you watch all those shows, they all start to kind of glom together. Oh yeah, the people all start to feel kind of the same. Yeah. But I feel like they
1: have a lot of point of view and a big personality. Yes. And I like it. Yeah. So if they're here at 11, if you guys are coming down. Um, but you guys are, you are going to be on the stage at, at 1, o'clock. one o'clock. I'm going to talk about the True North Cabin Cookbook and kind of how it came to
2: be. Mm-hmm. What kind of recipes are in it? What kind of things you can incorporate in your cabin lifestyle? And lifestyle is a big part of what the Home and Garden shows about today. And I just, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all here for it. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie. Now, it is time to talk about the Bloody Mary battle. Really? Yes. Okay. There is a Bloody Mary battle that's happening with 45th Parallel Distilling, and they are. I'm going to be doing a cookbook signing and passing out Bloody Mary recipes, but there are six Bloody Mary folks that are going to be there. They're going to have a border battle, figuring out who has the best Bloody Mary. We're going to be in New Richmond. Okay. When is it? It should be fun. It is March 14th. I think it's next Sunday. You can find uh, ticket information on the Weekly Dish Show page. I just posted that. Okay. Also posted is the walleye with mushroom cream sauce recipe that we talked about. I'm going to find a scallop recipe that I am going to post, but I don't have one yet. So stay tuned. If oh, okay. If you're interested in hearing the scallop talk. I'll find one that we can post.
1: And we did get a note from a listener who said that another key to successful and awesome scallops is to pat them dry before you season them. You know what? Which pat everything great. dry, yeah, you got Yeah, pat it
2: dry. Pat your chicken dry, pat your beef dry, yeah. pat your pork chops dry. If you can get all of that moisture off when you hit that hot skillet, it's not creating steam, which is going to give you that like gray meat. It's going to right away start to give you that caramelization that you want for crispy skin, crispy scallops, no gray meat.
1: Yeah, ever no gray meat. No, thank you. No. Um, thank how's you. your week? What do you got going on this week? Um, I had this last week was uh, I was out every single night this last week, and oh, so wow. I I wore so I'm not wearing it today because I needed a break. But I wore my I had this little black leather jacket that I bought vegan leather. Thank I you very saw much. It. Yeah, you must if you saw it's me cute. this week. I wore it to every event on purpose, like Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Easy. Every mess
2: can be your going out uniform.
1: Well, I just thought, you know, for this one week I'm gonna see what I can do if I can wear it differently every single day. And I did. And oh, I good thought for it was you. it was a lot of fun. Um and so um I'm I'm kinda looking forward to not going out every single night this week. Have you been watching anything good on TV? Um just this just like I said, I've already talked about poker face. I'm in love with poker face. Oh, I
2: liked it too. And then
1: I've also obviously been watching Last of Us. The the yeah yeah the glasses. how about are you
2: have you started shrinking on Apple Plus no but I just signed up for Apple Plus you guys so Stephanie finally it's so good shrinking yes it's a Jason Segal I I guess I'd call it a dramatic comedy okay shrinking with with Harrison Ford Jason Segal it's real good okay I, I sat in my kitchen crying last night oh, watching it
1: okay I don't want to cry though no
2: it's it's like happy kind of poignant crying but. You know, it's good. You got to watch it.
1: Um, Did you, there's something called Sharper that on Apple Plus that I wanted to watch that somebody said was good. It is
2: good. Have you also watched, you probably haven't watched the one, um, what is it called? It's not Succession. It's the one where they work in the weird... Company.
1: Oh, yes. Severance. Yeah. I haven't, you got to watch that. Okay, you, that's right that. up your
2: alley. You'll like it. Yeah. I haven't done that. You'll either. like the lady in that.
1: Um, It is supposed to be kind of a, I think it's supposed to be a rainy, ooey day tomorrow. First gedurzily. Yeah. Freezing
2: drizzle. Do you ever remember John Hines saying that on WLL like a hundred years ago? I don't. You talk about the first gedurzel, freezing drizzle.
1: Um, but I do think that it is supposed to be kind of ooey. So that's a good day to bake and to cook. Soup. And to do the things that for tomorrow that you want to do. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be cloudy starting snowing. Ooh, sorry, guys, at 3 o'clock. So maybe think Bolo Sunday. Maybe Bolo Sunday tomorrow. It
2: could be. I'm going to Meritage for dinner tomorrow. Early. Oh, you are? Okay. I'm doing like a 5 o'clock. Okay.
0: That should be good. A, nice. If
2: you're at the Home and Garden Show today, there are some Minnesota makers here. Our friends at Double Take Salsa are here. Oh, yeah. We met a new popcorn lady that just started her business, Paradise Popcorn Company. Yep. She's here. Mm-hmm. That's and for sure. there are some folks here with seeds, some folks here with honey, lots of fun things at the Home and Garden Show.
1: Yeah. Um, my internet is so not working right oh, now, I'm you sorry, guys. Oh, i sorry, Sorry. I'm just trying to find some things that, for everybody that's going on this weekend. Um, letting you know, besides fish fry, there are more things besides fish fry um, <laughs> that are <laughs> happening this weekend. Sorry. Did I will find too. it for you. Wait a minute. Here we go. I got it. So just letting you guys know that there is, um, I, this is what I want to talk to you about. There's a play at the Black Forest Inn, and I think we should go. Yeah. It's called Feast, and it's a dinner and a play. I'm all At the all same it. time, and it's about this woman, a fierce one-woman theatrical event where mythology crashes into modern society during an actual feast. Your host is the nemesis of your forefathers, the sea hag, the bog witch, the mother of Grendel, an ancient magical creature in the form of a middle-aged lady thirsting for revenge. This has our name well, let's all do it. over it. So yeah. I'm going to buy us tickets. We have to find a night to go. Okay. But it seems really cool you guys because it's at Black Forest Inn and they get there's like a whole multi-course meal and fun stuff. All that sounds real good to me. Also letting you know today at Keepsake the Ciderie they are doing the was the wasail. What is a wassail? Here we go, a wassailing, a wassailing we go. It is where you you like basically take the uh the bad spirits you ward them out of the orchard you welcome in the good spirits of spring so it's like a saging it is it is a saging and you're it's a parade like and everybody has instruments and things that they bang oh. and then you go Hang toast on the apple trees to bring the good spirits in. Oh, I like Come it! Come on, how cool is that? That's really fun. That's happening at Keepsake at Keepsake Cidery in Dundas, Minnesota. A great time, you guys! They have a march at one thirty and one at four thirty. If you want to get down there, they've also are releasing their French Pomo. You guys, it is a brandy apple brandy cider. It is. Oh, you know I'm obsessed. This one is beyond. You should get this. Okay, I you will. You need to get this. I,
2: that Pomo that I had yep. from the Lexington this fall. This one, I'm still obsessed with. This that. one is a. Amazing. And the
1: pomo is just a... Apple brandy. Uh, yeah, harder. It's a cider fortified brandy is what it is. And so good. Yeah. Okay. I also want to shout out to uh, Ed Meritage since she brought it up. They do have a Let's Talk Women Happy Hour happening on Wednesday, March 8th, which is International Women's Day. They have a whole bunch of lady power, culinary lady power. Um, Who are going to be doing like sort of soapbox moments, but it's a happy hour just drinks and snacks celebrating women in the industry that same night I'm gonna be at Malcolm Yards because they're having the pay
2: gap free comedy hour with women comedians You can come for free you just need to go to their website and register your name when you come in There'll be vendors all Minnesota makers all women makers. I'll be there with my cookbook Uh, At Malcolm Yards, and then you can watch a free comedy show and get some snacks from Malcolm Yards. That's Wednesday, too. That's awesome. Wednesday must be International Women's Day. It is. Is that the day? That's what I just said.
1: Yep. Yep, it is on Wednesday. So there's a lot of things happening. Because it
2: is International Women's Month. Month. So we're celebrating women all month.
1: Right, but the day Wednesday is supposed to be the big day. So, And I just want to shout out to say that, you know, of course, as we modern women, I don't want to think of it just as women. I just Anyone who wants to go by the name She for me Sure, She-Rose. You know, Any anyone who wants to come in is welcome. Anyone who wants to join our tribe, you are welcome. I'm just saying. Um, I also want to shout out there's a couple of whiskey dinners that are coming up like for some reason everyone's decided that I think it's because of St. Patrick's Day but yet whiskey is all you know is able to you can have whiskey whenever you guys yes but there's three great dinners one I want to shout out is this Bistro cute little place in Marina on St. Croix She's doing it with 45th Parallel. So Scott Um. Davis and all those guys, uh, they're having a whiskey dinner on the 17th and 18th. Tullaby at the Hewing, you guys, is doing a Keeper's Heart whiskey dinner on the 16th and 17th. Brian Nation will be with them. This is 20 people top. So this is a really hot dinner. 180 bucks a ticket. And then the Nicollet Island Inn. I don't know if you saw this. I did. But those cats on the 20, I think it's the 22nd. Um. Are doing a bourbon buyout, and so uh, Corey Abdo is going to shut down the room. He's going to open up his his special, special, his fancy, rare stash. stash. He's got some stash, and he's going to. Um, they're going to do like a tasting and the sampling. They're going to have a chef's buffet open, so you can just snack at will. And then they're going to open, give you twelve pours, four of which are rare and allocated, meaning you won't be able to find them anywhere else. Which is super fun. I think that's right, really fun.
2: That's it, folks. I love it. It's a wrap on Weekly Dish at the Home and Garden Show. Come see me at 1 o'clock at the Pop Star Stage. We're having a blast. Let's do it. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao.